0: Welcome back to VG Empire. We took a little break there for the holidays. Uh, I'm Brett Elston, and with me is Henry Gilbert. And we are going to talk about uh, Advance Wars. This whole episode is about um, a very special series to my heart. Mm. Um, Bringing us in was Rachel's theme from Advance Wars Dual Strike, which typically when I do this kind of a show, I want to go through, like, if it's about one series, like we did a Mario Kart episode, we did a Mm. stuff about Sonic, Uh, you kind of want to go in progression, and start with, like, the first Advance Wars and go through mm-hmm. each of them. But Advance Wars is, an, is a, has a unique situation where each game just adds to the soundtrack and it doesn't really nix many tracks.
1: Yeah, they repeated so many
0: characters. Yeah, because that- that's the big thing, um, which, you know, we'll, we'll jump back here in a second, but uh, the big thing for the music was always the uh, commanding officers, the COs. Each mm-hmm. of them have their own theme, and that's the song you're going to hear over and over again as you play. So, you start identifying this song with this character. So, like, what, like, bringing us in was Rachel's theme, and that's so upbeat and happy. Mm-hmm. And it really does serve as an entire, as a perfect, um, here's Advanced Wars in a nutshell, which is war is fun and golly gee. And yeah. It's Colorful, happy. So, happy, and it's like happy. Meanwhile, you're like launching missile strikes and stealth bombers and all this killing people. Killing, to, pe- yeah. Taking cities like I mean, well, with records, mm. it's just, yeah, war. Well, Rachel's like your training person, especially. Yeah, she's you. I think the daughter or something of Nell. Yeah, yeah, her little sister Sister maybe. or something like that. Yeah. I, the lore I'm not up on on Advanced Wars, wow, but yeah. but all the games are fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's why the music, uh, all of it is fantastic uh, because like all these CEO themes are, are similarly, uh, they're very diverse, but they're mm. also super catchy. And even though they loop over and over again, the game usually bounces you from CO to CO, mm-hmm. so you don't hear the same song. You hear it a lot, so you start remembering, oh, that's that character's theme. Yeah. But you
1: don't know, hear it so much where you're just like, God, I'm tired of this song. But it's just like, yeah, uh, that, that's my favorite part about the music, that it gives you, like, the music is so perfectly cla- uh, crafted to a CO that, like, yeah. when you look at their character art and yes. hear the music, you're like, that—that that is them.
0: Like, it's like their personality embodiment yeah. um, in music. Um, the soundtrack... Um, Especially for Dual Strike, uh, Yoshi, uh, Yoshito Hirano, um, who did a bit of other stuff like Fire Emblem: Path of Radiance, I know was
1: one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Taishi Sinda, who was also part of Paper Mario. Ah, that makes sense. There's the st- Intelligent Systems, the guys who made it. Yeah. Are they're I think Nintendo's secretly best like, developer. Yes, like- Pushmo. Oh, my goodness, Which came, came out on
0: yeah. 3DS over the Christmas break, it's just right. like stealth dropped on everybody. And
1: Pushmo seems like they were just like, yeah, let's, whatever, let's just do this. <laughs> let's just, just make like, this
0: cool, really cool
1: game. Yeah. Would that a, be cool with everybody? Yeah, and just such yes. a simple concept, but it works. Yeah. But,
0: uh, but you looked into uh, a bit of the history of Advance Wars, so it started off as Famicom Wars back yeah. in Japan.
1: It's very, it has such a weird history, where so... It started off as Famicom Wars, like in the late '80s, like it or 1990 maybe, but it was it was just Nintendo. Like strategy games were starting to get popular at the time mm-hmm. in Japan, and Nintendo wanted a piece of that. And so they, in their very Nintendo style, made a very simplified, just you know, yeah, turn-based strategy game with army in it. But they, but especially with back, like a, all the units have this paper rock scissors relationship, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. which and it's it's a sister series to Fire Emblem. Like they both came yeah. into a, existed at the same time, both made by. Mm at the time was Nintendo R&D 2, or no, R&D 1, and then R&D 1 became Intelligent Systems. How dare you get those mixed up? Uh, but but it was judged at the time, the same deal with Fire Emblem, was that this is too complicated for Americans. Americans uh, don't get to oh, have right, it. Oh, right, that time period. Of- yeah, yeah. And so they're like, nah, we're not going to give it. And then, and then uh, after Famicom Wars, it must have been in like 88 because Famicom Wars came first. Then it became a Game Boy series, Game Boy Wars. Game Boy Wars. And it was also judged as to complicated for Americans so it again was skipped over and And these were just like specific armies against other armies
0: like uh, the Red Star and Blue Moon armies kind of fighting each other there wasn't like there weren't so much personality as there was later it took uh, yeah
1: it took it took a few years before it really got to and then like late in the Super NES era there was Super Famicom Wars Mm -hmm. and yeah. And, and, uh, but it skipped the N64 generation. I think there was, like, another Game Boy game in between Super Famicom Wars and Advance. Uh,
0: I know Hudson at one point, they took over, and I know they made, um, oh, right. they did, uh, Game Boy Wars 3, which was Game Boy Color. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but so, then after all that, like, so I, I read into this, Edge especially. This is multiple sources, but Edge especially had this amazing, like, um, Interview with uh, one of the one of the head execs on Advance Wars, uh, just on how the game the GBA version came to be, and they were just at the time like they were Nintendo was ramping up, uh, you know, making games for the GBA, and they're like we're we're running low on launch or launch type games. Like it wasn't going to be a launch game, but it could be in the within the launch year. Yeah, and so they were just like, well, let's do Advance Wars again. We could even make it for America, and so. They like started designing the new Famicom Wars for America more specifically, uh, with like simplifying it a little more and it it definitely made it a little more colorful and everything. Yeah. And then the the strangest thing was so it was going to it was it launched September tenth, two thousand and one. Yes. And, and 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 strangely it was actually scheduled for a release in America before Japan. So mm. it came out here. They couldn't recall it, but they right. if they
0: did, That's when I got
1: it. Was yeah. September 11th? Yeah, they couldn't recall it, but they if they so it was too late. But they might have because, especially on on September 11th, no one was that in liked the idea of uh, well, no one for yeah. many months. Yeah, for, but um, I, I had to yeah. work that day, so I it was very strange. Yes, but because of that, Nintendo canceled Advance Wars in Japan. Advance oh. Wars by itself never came out in Japan. What? as believe it or not. Huh. Like I I didn't know this until I just did research on uh, it. So but that's part one of the Advanced Wars story.
0: I see. Yeah. Um sticking with Dual well uh see so yeah Dual Strike introduced a handful of new COs. because um, mm-hmm. well like you said when Advance Wars came out over here that shift that they made it was it was a lot more personal. There were actual like they were all basically kids more or less. Yeah, it was there very uh there were some adults but like Andy is kind of the main character of the Advance Wars trilogy mm-hmm. as it as it were. Um And he's clearly a kid. And then, but. And Sammy and Max both also look pretty young. They're all very young. And they're all like waging this pretty friendly war that's more Mm. like, curse you, kids, and like shaking your hands at each other while like, your infantry's dying in the field. Yeah. But, uh. (laughs) I just bombed them to oblivion. (laughs) Yes. I used my CO power to rain missiles down on the entire city. But, uh,. Dillstrike then introduced a handful of new characters on top of most every character that was in Advance Wars 1 and 2 and the new characters were Rachel who was in the intro that brought us in as well as these next three characters I want to play their themes all very good Uh, Jake's theme, Sasha's theme, and Javier's theme and we'll be right back All right that's uh javier's music uh which is very uh it's atypical as even for advance wars but it gives you an example of like how varied those mm. three songs i think give you an example of like how varied the whole soundtrack is you get a lot of like record scratches and kind of just like hip hop beats but you also then get guitar which we'll get into guitars here in a second but like that song is just like full orchestra kind of sounding yeah
1: yeah well i think they i think that kind of variation they need for like yeah, the turn-based nature of it, like not much is really happening on screen, and yeah. it could just feel so very samey if you if you didn't really mix up the music between COs. Yeah. Like,
0: and I don't know what game kind of introduced that idea of a turn-based strategy game where every character has their own theme, so there's not just like your side music, their side music. Yeah, I don't the know. first thing I remember is Dark Wizard for Sega CD, which I will have an episode about <laughs> later, but that's a. Uh, that was kind of the same thing. It was a hexagon turn-based strategy game, only it was medieval stuff, more like Fire Emblem kind of thing, only you mm-hmm. summoned monsters as a warlock or a wizard or whatever, or sorceress. And uh, But the same thing. You, you One of the four characters you pick, and you took them through the whole game, but they had their own theme. And that's pretty early. That's like 92 or 93, maybe. Mm-hmm. Advance Wars is what I most associate with that idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the three new characters, three of the new characters in Dual Strike. Yeah. Um, but they join like that growing cast from the original games. Mm. Um, so, Advance Wars comes out in September eleventh, two thousand one, <laughs> yeah. uh, basically. And then I don't remember how quickly Black Hole Rising followed the second one, but I did skip it because
1: it was like two years apart. I think it was. But so, Advance Wars was a shocking success for Nintendo. Yeah, then... I definitely like the I yeah, I, I don't
0: I don't remember why I got it like day one. Mm-hmm. It must have been like buzz on the internet back when uh, yeah. internet
1: buzz finally meant something. Now, I remember <laughs> that it was. Uh, I think it was before it came out. Yeah, it was definitely before it came out because I did buy it on September 11th. But yeah, um, in in the days before, <laughs> um, uh, Craig Harris at IGN, who was there, that's probably the who it was. pocket. Uh, he was the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance reviewer. Yeah, he gave it a nine point nine, which oh, wow. like was. Uh, Especially back then, I think IGN has changed the review score now. But a ten in IGN was unheard of, and a nine point nine basically was a ten. Yeah, which was still crazy. So when I I I saw that, I I
0: probably read that same because I was very into IGN at the time, and I was mm -hmm. reading it every single day.
1: Well, especially because also because. I kind of ran out of games to play on my Game Boy Advance. Like, I bought it day one. Yeah, I did but... too.
0: Yeah, I'd kind of run it dry. Like, the Advance generally had a pretty okay launch. Yeah, it wasn't a bad launch. But then the rest of the summer was pretty bare. Mm-hmm. Like, Mario Kart Super Circuit, I didn't. I played through it and was like, this didn't really grab me the way 64 and the Super NES one did. Then, yeah, Advance Wars, man, just completely mm-hmm. tore that up. And just the music and just playing it constantly. But yeah. then, yeah, strangely, the second one came out, and I don't. I must have just been like in a weird place or something.
1: Yeah, I, I kept an eye out for it, and I did get it day one. And it had some, uh, like, it continued the story in an interesting way. Like, well, not really, but I mean, it did. <laughs> Andy was the star again, and uh, but it introduced and, the black hole army. Yeah, the black hole army, but also and also like, um, I think the green country was introduced. Into, or no, no, there were just new COs for everything. And, yeah, but it was so difficult. It was really it was hard. One of the hardest. It was so hard that I just I just stopped like halfway through. And I loved Advance Wars more than anything. I don't think I even stopped. I'd say it's my Advance Wars one is is my favorite Game Boy Advance game. Like I, but I'd think about it. But I pro- it would definitely be very high for me if not yeah. the
0: first because it was pretty perfect.
1: But then the but so I got to and I was just this is this is too hard. I played a ton of the. Uh, you know, when you could buy maps, you could buy extra maps. And, and those had more scaling difficulty. But in the story, in the campaign, I just hit a wall. Like, I couldn't get any farther. But believe it or not, like, so in Japan, they made two. And two was, uh, they they developed two in Japan, put it out in America. And again, they they skipped release in Japan. Like, it also didn't get released in Japan. Weird. game, uh, But eventually, both got released as a so. I think it was in the months leading up to um, to Dual Strike coming out in Japan, they just comboed them together. Like, here's one Game Boy cartridge, Advance Wars 1 and 2 together. But was, I, think, I believe it was called Game Boy Advance Wars there. Oh, but, yeah. It's called uh, Game Boy Advance Wars. But so they were, they were packaged together in that. So Japan did eventually get to play it, but, uh, but it was much later. And also... Um, it's worth noting in the in the edge write up. I I read that the um the per the producer on the game said like we probably America if America hadn't shown such interest in Advance Wars we'd have never gotten Fire Emblem like mm. Nintendo decided it was no, finally that, time to get Fire Emblem a chance in America. That
0: definitely makes sense because Advance Wars came out in two thousand one and then we got Fire Emblem for GBA uh, two thousand three I think yeah and that was yeah abs- you can tell just the time period there like mm-hmm. magically this other series we didn't have since its inception, yeah. and now all of a sudden we have it. On the, th- yeah, it's, it's like, yes, your one turn-based strategy game made it, so let's send the other one over there.
1: Yeah, I think it was also the fact that Marth and the other dude... For like, Melee. ...were very popular in Melee. Yeah. yeah. That probably had a lot to do with it, too. Yeah, I think it was I think it was a mix
0: of both. I feel like they maybe even acknowledged that. Like, yes, yeah. definitely the popularity of those mm. characters in Smash Brothers well, I think I, Further solidified that chance of it coming over. Going into the next trio of songs, Uh, since uh, this brings us up to Dual Strike at this point. I know we're kind of going all over the place with the (laughs) the progression, but I wanted to start with uh, Dual Strike music, because, like I said, it's just a compilation of everything. Like Mm -hmm. All the music that you like from Advanced Force 1 and 2 is in Dual Strike, so it's hard to just start chronologically and then keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. But uh, this next set of songs are uh, the three original, well, three of the original characters. You have Andy, Andy's theme, Sammy's theme, and then Nell's theme. Um, from Black, uh, Wolf Black Hole Rising and mm-hmm. Advance Wars 1 but yeah their music just they just copy paste it sounds a little bit different coming out of a DS cart than a GBA cart um, and then we'll play those three and we'll be right back the theme is, uh, if you wanted to, oh, the difficulties of making a guitar sound good on <laughs> hardware sound, it's like, that's, that's approaching Genesis level of, like, screeching guitar. They did their best. I no, know, that's yeah. the thing, is it sounds good, like, if you, if you have an ear ready for video game music, it's, it's just super sweet, and you can just wrap yourself up in it and be like, just let yourself go, mm. but I can totally see playing that to someone raw, like, listen to know? this music, it's so good, <laughs> it's this shrieking noise, um. But yeah, those are three of the original characters. Um, Andy's theme, the first song in that, is kind of just a de facto mm-hmm. Advance Wars song. Like, yeah. You play as Andy the most, I guess, probably kind of in one you, and two. Yeah,
1: they put, make you
0: play as Andy the most. Like, then, You can
1: yeah. change it up, but yeah.
0: Um, but uh, the cool thing about Dual Strike for me, which other than the music, which this is all from Dual Strike, uh, and a whole new campaign that just threw all these characters in one big giant fight, let you have two people on a team at the same time, the tag power where you can combine your powers, or, you know, it does, you both mm-hmm. take on the screen. It just, it really felt like this is a real sequel. This wasn't, Yeah. and you did have these fights on two fronts, the bottom screen and the top screen, and you would go back and forth and try to battle. And like, if you solved one on the top, you could bring the character down to the bottom screen to re to reinforce your army. It just, it really felt a huge, huge game. And then even when you beat it, it gives you all this other stuff with, to do with Andy and all these other characters, and like mm-hmm. edit, editing stuff and versus modes, and then that combat mode was like a real time version of the game where you would oh yeah, you would yeah, choose a unit and run around the map like you know action game style and like shoot bullets at. Yeah, each those are pretty crazy. It's just so that. weird, and it's just all this free stuff thrown in the game, and and it just it was such a massive, massive deal like you'd pay 30 bucks to get this game and it's just insane the the idea that that game would come out now it would come out with the basic campaign and all this stuff would be dlc yeah like like, here's a combat mode it's a buck granted it's only a buck but Mm -hmm. you know but it was like
1: yeah uh dual strike was like the culmination of like six years of work on that series and it was like the and much like the gba Mm advance wars
0: to me Came in and like re like yeah. energized the DS in the same way. Like the like, DS had that rough year in the beginning.
1: Yeah, but it was like the yeah, it was the game that reinvigorated it. Like yeah, the, August
0: of '05, and and that song mm. that brought us in, Rachel's theme. Like I remember sitting. I was working at a TV station at the time and I would just sit there all day with Rachel's theme stuck in my head and just <laughs> thinking, like, hey, can't wait to get home. Then yeah, I'd move yeah. some blocks
1: and s- <sighs> some
0: squares, and just that, that feeling of just burning in like the back of your head, like, i got to play, i got to play. And like, mm-hmm. I wish Nintendo would embrace the idea of social games a little more because mm-hmm. the idea of
1: like a, an Advance Wars that just runs in Facebook Yeah, yeah, you would just just finish your turn and somebody else could pick it up whenever. Yeah,
0: Yeah. that or even just like, hey, we're both online, you want to play some Advance Wars? Yeah. Or let's meet up tonight and play Advance Wars. Like that's just easier than
1: a Wi-Fi connection
0: thing. Although, we'll get to Days of Ruin a little later, it did have a Wi-Fi mode that actually worked really well. Mm. I just just like the idea of being able to play that thing like literally anywhere on a 3G network. On my laptop, just having Man. this one... Oh, that'd be so good. That,
1: most of all, makes me wish they'd make a, a 3DS version of the series, just so, like, they yeah, could... Yeah, that, too. The Nintendo has gotten closer to embracing it than ever before, like, it yeah. would be... But, yeah, like, uh, I remember before Dual Strike came out, like, I had skipped. The, the DS was one of the first Nintendo systems I didn't buy and launch for a long time. November 21st, 2004. Right. It was a right. Sunday. But then... I think Dual Strike got formally announced and it was definitely like I knew it was coming in the next 3 months in like March or so and then at the same time like uh like the electric blue version of the old DS fat oh, came yeah, out yeah. and I think Best Buy was just doing a deal of, like, here, just, like, two free games of the DS. Just buy it, please. And And in
0: that same time period, you had Canvas Curse. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. It was, like, this huge
0: comeback. And Nintendogs was about to come out, which has also led to the, yeah. Yeah, Nintendogs was around the same time as that Electric Blue DS, but then also uh, Phoenix Wright, Trauma Center. Mm -hmm. um, Is when it really started to go Animal Crossing, Mario Kart DS, like, all this stuff happened in, like, the same three-month period. And it's, like, I haven't touched this system in months. Months, and it's basically what happened with the 3ds. Like it yeah. had this really rocky start of just like woo, and yeah. then last Christmas we got Mario 3D Land, Mario Kart, a ton of great digital stuff, mm-hmm. like Swap Note a free ridiculous thing but fun, Pushmo, Mighty Switch Forces on on eShop, like that's great. V, 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 v came out. Plus the Ambassador games. If you got those for free, mm-hmm. it's like all of a sudden I'm really like I'm carrying the 3ds with me a lot.
1: Yeah. I just need a new Advance Wars. It's almost like they should have just wait. in both those cases, if they had just waited like five months, they would have just yeah. had a much better launch. Yeah. Eh.
0: But uh, keeping up with the Advance Wars music, this is still um, Advance Wars Dual Strike, which was uh, August of '05, I believe, was the release date. This is Grimm's theme, Jess's theme, which are both very guitar-driven things, so I wanted to bundle those guys together. Uh, well, Jess is a is a lady. Mm-hmm. Um, guys being the general you-all term, which is an interesting point. Uh, Carolyn, being the linguist, Mm -hmm. and I've talked to other people from the same background, are like, you know, there is no uh, casual, plural, group, Mm -hmm. like, uh, phrase or word that's appropriate everywhere in the U.S. That's gender neutral. Yeah. Like, you you all. Mm -hmm. All of you. Which is y'all. And that has this stigma to it of saying, well, y'all, that's some southern thing. It's like, well, I said that a lot, because, like, southern Illinois... I mean, Pretty you're from southern. Arkansas, yeah. Florida, so it's like that's – like, y'all was a very regular – and it's like, no, that's perfectly yeah. you all. Because you guys, like, well, you know, some girls don't care, but if I was a girl, I'd be like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm a, not guy. a guy. Yeah. I know you don't mean dude, but, like, come on. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we need one in the English language. That's all I'm saying. We need a gender neutral, all of you. Would you all like – like, that's too formal. Mm-hmm. Would you all like to come with me, or how would you all feel? It's just like, I need a, a chatty – dude mm-hmm. bro way to say it and y'all is just ain't going to cut it all right so grim's theme jess's theme and then uh the tag ceo power which i would put headphones on i I did play this whole game with headphones cuz it's just mm-hmm. too good the music was too good uh the tag ceo
1: power one it takes a lot of effort to
0: get that tag power Oof, but yeah you
1: sometimes for for stri- strategy reasons you don't want to do it cuz yeah. like if you defer your single CO power for that long, like you're yeah. gonna lose. You'll be dead before you get yeah. tag. Right? So it's
0: like you got to time it right, and usually it's it's it, it's a very turn the tide kind of song, mm-hmm. and just the guitars that come into this thing, and it's just so soaring and hat. Like yeah. every time I get pumped listening to that. So we'll uh, grim Jess and tag CO power, and we'll be back. That got me pumped every single time. Um, and that Grim and Jess, like that just, and Andy's theme the same thing. The bass guitar, like, it's so good. Like, I just want to see a band. Like, you see tons, tons of tribute bands mm-hmm. that are just like all about Mega Man or all about uh, Zelda or all about Metro or whatever. And it's like, uh, man, it's, can we get a tribute band dedicated to Advance Wars? Like, yeah. every single
1: song is like a whole band could make this just amazing. Jess was one of my favorites. She was added for Black Hole Rising. And, okay. Uh, and then her, I think one of her, I think her CO power was just like to refill all your ammo. Because if uh, you remember like tanks, I was a big fan of using tanks, but right. tanks have, they have bullets and then they have the mortars. Right? Mm-hmm. And you can run out of mortars. You you have infinite bullets. Right. but You'll run out of mortars. And, and same deal with, um, they were the infantry guys with rocket launchers. I right. love those guys. Yeah. And they and since they were my favorite unit, she could also like make them they were naturally stronger when using her. Like she was right. one of my favorites to use. Like
0: Yeah, just talking about this just I my brain starts tumbling back into the relationship <laughs> of each unit, like the anti air to take out the planes, but the soldiers mm-hmm. with the rockets can get this thing. But they can then, destroy anti-air. But bullets. then the anti-air is really effective against infantry on the mm-hmm. ground because they're just dudes walking around, and this thing's just huge, like 10-inch mm-hmm. you know, bullets shooting out of this thing.
1: But then what if a guy gets their CO power, and it's... The tanks can move twice as far, tanks and then can the tank's pl- going to fly up on your
0: infantry unit and blow it to bits. Yes. And then, like the missiles have this huge, huge range to take out like just about anything that's flying. But mm-hmm. like they have no ground defense. Everything is just so balanced, and yeah, it, it's it's a little slow moving game because you know it is turn based. Yeah, but just it's what I I guess it's what scratched my Warcraft itch when I stopped playing Warcraft because mm-hmm. I played Warcraft one and two a lot and right. played a, played two online. Uh, a, a whole lot, and then when Pentiums came out, that's when I was I was young enough that I was unable to continue asking for PC add-ons from <laughs> my parents. Right? It's like, well, we just bought you a PlayStation, and the next year we got you an N64, and now you want a motherboard? What is what? Why? <laughs> and I'm like, I, you're right. I can't. I can't argue this anymore. <laughs> so I couldn't play Warcraft three at all. Yeah. So, but around the time of Warcraft three, when I'm like, that sure does sound cool, and Starcraft sounds cool, my dumb old. Computer won't run any of this stuff. 486 <laughs> DX2 is not going to cut it. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, it's Vance Ward. This is way cooler because it's all this personality and this music. and. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what scratched the itch. We just, just when you were describing the units. I, it, yeah. Well, it had, a,
1: it had that Nintendo level of yes. polish. Yeah. Like, that, was, that was what was so great about it. And it was also like perfectly made for handhelds. Handhelds, like, yeah. Which was, is why
0: I agree with this latter-day uh, 9.9 uh mm-hmm. i retroactively agree cuz it's like yes i mean i would have i would have gone a 10 for the original advance wars mm-hmm. like but I understand when you have a hundred point scale, you want to be very careful with what you give in yeah, ten. Yeah. But like, I couldn't really fault Advance Wars for anything. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I don't know what would even the problem. I don't know what the problem would even be because like it's perfect for the hint anyway. Yeah, two
1: you could fault for being too hard, too hard. and just an, and also just an expansion. Yeah, like, it really was. But yeah. Dual Strike, it, well, it, it seemed like they challenged themselves. Like, no, let's really try. It's a lot of stuff. now that they have two. Now that we have two screens, let's what can we do with this? And they found so much to do yeah. on top of then just having. Then they also like, well, let's also have all the content that was in 1 and 2, put that in Dual Strike. Yeah, and the only
0: thing music-wise that's missing, there's a handful of things like the ending song or certain menu music or Mm -hmm. cutscene stuff. That stuff's different, but the guts of the game, the music is the same. And that's why Dual Strike, if you wanted to play an Advance Wars game, that's the one. That's Mm -hmm. the one you play. There's absolutely perfect game for that. Uh, moving on we'll with still
1: playing your 3ds.
0: Yes, <laughs> moving on for music though. Up to this point, this has all been the good guys. Um, there's a lot of good guys because they're all teaming up to stop. Mm. Well, they're all good guys as of Dual Strike. Yeah, well, and I guess as of two, even. I as feel well. like
1: in each of them, it was they were your friendly rivals, and then for a story reason, they'd be yeah. like, "Okay, you finally convinced me. It's obvious these other people are the bad, bad guys. guys. So. But when
0: this is over, you and I will have a glorious fight and send
1: millions to their deaths." Yeah. Strange, right? that's
0: literally yeah. yeah it's such a strange game it's like we're not even fighting with like robots or something mm-hmm. it's like no they're humans with lives yeah.
1: yeah i like they have the guts to do that yeah least,
0: yeah um phew. but uh the black hole army is kind of what comes up in two and again in uh, dual strike mm-hmm. and they have their own set of COs, but not as many like it's just kind of inferred that they're super powerful mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of them and or there's fewer of them, but they're just so overwhelming with numbers that it doesn't take as many COs to push back against all these other good guy CEOs. So you're, you're the underdogs in this battle. Yeah, yeah. But with music, I wanted to start with uh, the Black Hole Power, which is when someone on the Black Hole side uses their, um, ability, their CO power. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a really cool song, and I think... Back when I did Game Music of the Day at GamesRadar, mm-hmm. I think this is the song I kicked off Game Music of the Day with. No, no, no. That was Donkey Kong Country 2. This may have been the second game. I th- yeah,
1: that sounds about it right. It was
0: way, way early when I was still using GamesRadar's old video player to d- d- deliver the music. Right. The old video player, by the way. Really? The absolutely horrible, worthless, mm-hmm. did not work, crashed every time, didn't play any video. I can't think of enough negative things to say about it. And It somehow
1: took us years to convince <laughs> them to replace it. Player,
0: <laughs> All of that was in quotes and hyphenated. Mm-hmm. Player at the end of it. Yeah. So being able to present it here now, Black Hole Power, followed by Lash's theme, which Lash is a great CEO of one of the bad guys. Uh, yeah. Crazy, just crazy poofy hair and just this wild eyes look in her face. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lash's theme and then Kendall's theme. And Kendall's my favorite character from that entire favorite villain of the whole series. Mm. I just love... She's like the epitome of advanced wars. Like she, her hair is put up. She's in an elegant dress, yeah, and it's she's just kind like of wispy with like a flame of hair. Yeah, yeah it like. just has this really like just supermodel look to it. It's like,
1: yes, I command legions to die at my feet. Yeah, entertain me. Like, yeah. Well, in her look. Uh, yeah, quick, just a quick thing. Their the localization, localization was, <laughs> was great. like it, Way no, better than it had no, to be. It's
0: clever, it's funny, mm-hmm. and I know Jake got some crap because he was the elite-speaking yeah, in 2005, yeah. even, when it's like...
1: Just, it wasn't the best. Well, I was just bothered that Jake replaced Andy. Like I was perfectly yeah. like, Andy's the main character. Well, that's it's how Carolyn felt and with Nell making way for Rachel, but it's like, yeah. hey, Dave, come on, just let,
0: let somebody else be the hero. Uh, yeah, But yeah. it's basically like there's still. But yeah, he has headphones on, and it's just like, oh, you know, you. It's just like, yeah, lead really... dudes, let's wicked pwn these, you know. It's just, <sighs> boy, you
1: sure are cool, Jake.
0: And know? I ended up, I don't remember where this is in the haze of like Nintendo trips, various places through the years, but like mm-hmm. I talked to the person who localized it somewhere in one of these many years at Radar, but like, and he said, like, yeah, we didn't think. We did that on purpose. He's like, he's like <laughs> it was supposed to be like so far that it was ridiculous. It was just supposed to be funny. Uh-huh. But I think they're like, I guess we went you did went we go too? not far enough or did we go too far? <laughs> I think we just went just enough that it looked like we thought it was cool mm-hmm. when in reality he was like, no, we thought it was like haha, we're making fun of how people talk like this who just have headphones on all day and are on the internet and it was just supposed to be like a tongue-in-cheek like we're nerds you're nerds we're nerds it's just let's all laugh at how we talk on the internet mm. but I guess it was just enough not that some people were like ugh or <laughs> then it was even too far that's like God I get it he's a computer like so yeah, yeah. but uh, music uh, Black Hole Power Lashes theme Kindle's theme and we'll be back <laughs> that's Kindle's theme man, and lash's song in the middle that's just like such a uh, man she's one of the first um black hole people you fight i think in mm-hmm. dual strike because again i didn't play two i totally skipped it but i know she's into yeah yeah but uh and i believe her theme's the same in that because it's just repeating all the music but mm-hmm. that's a sampling of the black hole music it's a little bit more sinister and just even at the beginning the tag the the black hole power just kind of has this it has this villainous vibe to it that uh it just speaks to the whole soundtrack. Like, the good guys all have this generally motivational music, mm-hmm. whereas the bad guys have this very oppressive or, like, threatening music. Like, I, it's a very subtle touch, while yet they all fit within. They all share this same, like, bottom ground vibe, but then each one of them gets to have their own theme, yet it still it retains the whole, and oh, mm-hmm. it's just very, very, very they, professionally
1: done. You even feel, like, thematic similarities from just people from different... yeah regions, like a green army guy. Because there's, like, Yellow a... Comet
0: and uh, Red Star, Blue Moon. I thought orange... it was Orange Star. Or... Orange Star? I don't know. I can't I can't remember the red one.
1: Ugh, it's been so long. Um,
0: actually... Oh, here we go. Um, Omega Star, Blue Moon, Yellow Comet, Green Earth, and then Black Hole. All right. So that's how it goes. Uh, but, yeah, one of my favorite villains in the game. I, Kendall was my favorite, but just as far as, like, enjoying their presence was Jugger. Just this... He just, the giant robot, like, oh. just like a big suit, and he just, yeah. like, kind of spoke. I remember him, yeah. But I, but they all had, like, alternate costumes you could unlock, like, oh, change their colors, oh but then you could unlock their, alt, like, Kindle with, like, you know, not just the colors would change, but then Juggers was, like, he just had a tie on, but it was, a, imagine a tie just wrapped <laughs> oh, no. around Juggernaut, basically. Yeah,
1: I remember that. Oh, man, that was, uh when I first moved out here to, yeah. um it was in... 2006, and I had just uh, the summer of 2006. And I had read like, I, I didn't have any other games in me. Like, I was going to ship out, I didn't own a TV out of here, and I was going to ship out all my other stuff. So, all I had was my DS. And, and at the time, I didn't even have money for a new one for new, any really, any new games. So, I just played Dual Strike. I just started up Dual Strike again. And I decided, like, yeah. I, yeah, there's Juggler. yeah. Yeah. No, I decided I was going to get every alternate costume, and to get every alternate costume, you have to like—it's l- ridiculous. You have to level them up to let each character to level ten, and then you can buy it. But you can't. But it takes so long to level up one character level ten. Like I seriously got up to over over two hundred hours on the game. Clock. I, I believe it. But, uh, it took for because I,
0: I thought I just wanted to get Kindles. Uh-huh. Because I just liked her look in general, but then her alt,
1: her hair is down, right? So it's just this fun like. What finally broke me was it- I think I I got it for everybody other than the black hole. Uh, I see troops because I I disliked playing as them the most, and mm. then I think I did get it for Kindle or or one other, not Jugger. And then after a while, I like, I got to I was gonna start up with another guy I didn't like, and I was like I don't like playing as him. I've put in close to three hundred hours. I'm good. I think I yeah. don't need just a point where. Yeah, I like Sammy's. Like I like she had like I like a sundress. A, kind yeah, a sundress thing. and like a big hat, and it was yeah. it was just cute because yeah, it, yeah.
0: And a backpack instead of a gun. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm actually looking at AdvanceWars.net for all this uh, sprite rips. So uh, if you want uh, more Advance Wars information, uh, AdvanceWars.net, everybody. Yeah, uh, they've got the sprites. Look so great. No, the sprites are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on though, is Dual Strike's kind of the end of. Happy times. The uh, the U.S. considers Advance Wars basically mm-hmm. um, because the next game that came out I think was early Jan- like January 2008 maybe.
1: Yeah, they advertised
0: it like it was weird. Uh, but it, Days yeah. of Ruin, which mm-hmm. one? It's weird that they just totally wiped the slate clean. Like it has nothing to do. With, totally unrelated. Totally unrelated, and that's only strange because in the U.S. the only way we knew Advance Wars was those three games, and we just mm-hmm. assumed this huge cast of characters who've in the first game like they're. It's Andy, Sam, and Max mm-hmm. fighting a lot of people who are eventually going to be your allies. So now they're your allies in two. And then, then there are even more people in Dual Strike. So you start associating the whole game over the course of, you know, like four years yeah. with these characters. So then when the next one comes out, it has nothing to do with them. And you're like, that's weird. But it makes sense because there's only so much left you could do with that mm. scenario. Like,
1: Dual Strike ends, like, you've pretty much wiped out Black Hole. Yeah. And then there's also. Like, from a gameplay perspective, they kind of – they needed to reset because the, – Yeah, they did. The CO powers were lots of fun, but they had got so extreme yeah. that, that if you were – especially not, if you were playing against a, a, another person, like, they could change the tide so much. It was yeah. it was almost like blue shell syndrome in <laughs> – in, yeah it would just yeah, Mario
0: Kart. it just yeah. yeah they they just kept getting more and more insane, but then when you did the tag power, if you got it to work, it's like mm-hmm. it's just so you probably want that, yeah, point. and it's like they're hard to do, but they're not so hard that it's like mm-hmm. you know a, a go for broke strategy, it's like I'm gonna play for normal, but you know every third turn I'm gonna commit that turn to trying to get this tag power going, and, yeah. And and the effect was so extreme. Yeah. That it, yeah. So Days of Ruin, just reset button. It's now a completely post-apocalyptic world. So dark. It's so dark and dire. Like meteor strikes have wiped off the surface of the planet and there's just roving
1: bands of like just thugs and gangs left, basically. Yeah. And you have to join the army, like you join the army for protection, honestly, because yeah. like you'll have to you'll probably die fighting, but yeah. It's better than going on your own. And they're literally yeah. saying like, "Well, at least you'll have food."
0: Like, yeah, exactly.
1: It was so, it was so depressing. And like and dark.
0: They, find, they find a flower, and they're like, "Oh my god,
1: plants!" Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, it's, but then the plants are deadly. The, the plants yeah, the, are actually killing yeah, you. Yeah, the, that's
0: what it was. Yeah, the plants are deadly, and like everyone's got a disease, and it's just this very, very sad. And like yeah. the enemies you're fighting are. It's like Beast or something is his name, and he's just like a road warrior style villain or something. Yeah, right? he's
1: just—I've got all the bullets. Well, yeah, and you're just like, yeah, you're just like animals fighting over scraps, and and the world is the world is screwed. It can't—it's not going to be fixed. Like they get maybe it's a happy ending did not seem in sight. But I also will say I didn't beat that game because I didn't
0: beat it either because I got to the end. I'm on the second to last battle, and it's mm-hmm. with uh. What's that girl's name? Tabitha. Uh-huh. And all the villains in this, it's the uh, intelligence defense system, uh, private military
1: contractor, terrorist organization run by Dr. Calder. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but yeah, so the story is like a, a meteor dropped on Earth and like clouded up the sky and ki- they killed, but it was during like a war was happening anyway. Yeah. And the people won't stop, yeah. like won't let go of the war, even though yeah, it, they really
0: should yeah, they really probably should just focus on surviving. But now they're like, now's the chance, because they're decimated, and why wouldn't we keep going? And yeah. Um, but like the villains all have blue hair. Mm-hmm. They're all girls. And then you find another girl with blue hair that's on your team, and she doesn't remember who she is. So it's like, it's. I don't want to spoil the story in case yeah. you care, but it's like, they're all, they're all you see where this is going. You kind of, just from the, the description you gave, like, <laughs> you kind of know what's happening. Yeah. There's I've... like two twists that you're like, yeah, I already knew that. And the music... It's definitely not as bouncy and fun. It's a lot mm-hmm. more guitar-y um, and just a harder edge to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, going into the first set of songs, uh, let me get my laptop. I wanted to do, um, let's see, Brenner's Theme, which all the, they all have like names. The, 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 they're not just themes anymore. They have names associated to them. So Brenner's Theme is Hope Never Dies. Mm and then Lynn's theme supreme logician and Isabella's theme lost memories she's the girl who can't yeah. remember who she is but she has blue hair just like two of the villain girls so yeah Brenner Lynn and Isabella like you can really see the harder edge the, the game is going for for the music yeah we'll be right back <laughs> Yeah, that Isabella song is kind of the one like delicate flower track in, mm-hmm. of the characters because everyone else has this kind of thing to it that's either slightly demented or just hard edged like mm-hmm. like like Brenner's music is just like uh, last episode, episode nine was the Ace Combat dogfight song was just like that sounds like just all in dude, just throw this sack of ammo belts at the ground and just go start punching people yeah. and, like that just
1: makes you want to fight. Uh, the color palette was so muted. Yeah, it and, really was. Uh, yeah, yeah, which made the girl's blue hair stand out even more. Like, yeah. kind of like that music. Well, yeah, yeah, the,
0: yeah. It's it's intentional. Uh, also, her music sounds a lot like the music um, of the next three characters, who all happen to be. Well, not. I want to do that. I'll do one. Tabitha's theme, mm-hmm. um, which she's one of the villains. Um, you'll find that even her music is very is similar to the one. Uh-huh. girl. So it's uh, it's just like. I know they weren't probably it. Yeah, I know they probably weren't trying to hide it, but I got to the point where I was playing it, and I'm like, "Wait, it's been so long that they haven't said obviously what's going on here," Mm -hmm. that I'm starting to wonder if it really isn't, and this is all just an accident, and they didn't realize that they made these characters look the same, and the music is thematically the same. Yeah, but yeah, so you'll see where that's going. Um, We'll go right into the next three songs, though. Tabitha's theme, which is called "Cruel Rose." Days of Ruin, the actual just Days of Ruin song, and that has, like, this ominous bells and just has that very hopeless kind of sound to it. Um, I guess before, you wanted to say something as well, and then also I wanted to point out really quick, like, it does get rid of that golly gee, war is fun (laughs) attitude, Yeah, but the thing that gets me about all the character art, like Isabella and Tabitha, everyone's dressed to the nines in this game. Yeah, and it's it's really weird because it's so like it's the end of civilization, but it's like high
1: fashion war zone. Yeah, and the main character guy too, like he's definitely like dressed up. Like, yeah, and he's it, fashionable.
0: I like that it's just so like, well, war is a business. Like I'm going <laughs> to work, I got to put on my uniform and. Yeah, uh,
1: well, Days of Ruin was like conceived as so the war is like Dual Strike did come out in Japan, but it wasn't as popular, and it was decided like. strange as it seems now like wars which was a japanese only series for a decade for over a decade then became an america only series and then Uh, they're just like days of ruin should be made with the american market in mind and so they're like they that was one of the reasons like the high cost of war was brought in because they're like it feels more like a war game in japan like war isn't America likes war in different ways than Japan does. So they were trying to make Days of Ruin fit more to what they thought Americans would want. And... That explains Brenner's music. And strangely enough, they designed it... uh, Like, it was definitely made for Japan and localized for Japan. But I couldn't find any real reason for it. But just said it suffered several delays and the Nintendo just outright canceled it in Japan. And apparently, like, on the system... Like, people are on the on the cart. There is the Japanese dialogue, like, and the Japanese title screen. Huh. But it never came out in Japan, like, it, which is very odd. Days of Ruin never did? Days of Ruin has never come out in Japan. Huh. Either. So, it's very, very this strange. This is a weird reversal of fortune I here. know. It's, it's so odd. And now Advance Wars has just been quiet for, like, four years. It'll so. be four years, actually, right now, January. Yeah, it's my hope that in... Uh, it's my hope that at E three this year they're gonna you know, Nintendo always they go through like cycles of just like they bring in a they bring in a franchise, they kind of sequel it to near obscurity or death, and then just like because they're Nintendo, they can just go, like, "and eh, we'll wait five to ten years. Who cares? Yeah, And then we'll bring like, it back. Yeah, and then we'll
0: bring it back. I'm waiting patiently for F-Zero, which is getting yeah. dangerously close to that time period. Yeah. Uh, last console one was GX, which was 2003. Mm-hmm. And then the last game period was GP Legend, which was for DS, which was 2004. So I forgot about
1: that DS one.
0: It's been minimum seven and a half years since the last F-Zero game. Yeah. And, uh, let's see. Advance Wars is getting up there four years. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So we'll do uh, next three songs will be uh, Tabitha's theme, which is Cruel Rose, and the Days of Ruin theme, which I love, like the bell tolling in it is just like here literally hitting you over the head mm-hmm. is how bad the situation is. And then uh, is Gage's theme, uh, Proud Soldier, he has a sniper rifle on his shoulder, uh yeah he's just got another really good uh theme song it's um it's just so varied it has like guitars and strings and there's like a bagpipe sounding solo in it and it's just (laughs) it's so it's so rich um so we'll do those three and continue from there there's a sampling of days of ruin soundtrack which is uh, days of ruin really was the advance Wars game much like two I guess that everyone mm-hmm. kind of of the people who would normally play in advance wars kind of skipped yeah and it was a very good game and the music was just as good as you know as the series had been up to that point it's just a different style of game and Knowing that it was aimed at me makes it a little annoying. Yeah. <laughs> makes it a little obnoxious that they're like, you like this, right? Like, well, yeah, but I also like your Nintendo vibe with Andy and Sam and Max. All the orange and green. The orange yeah. and green and just ridiculous. Uh, yeah. But uh, I don't mind the change up. And, and when games do this, they usually have that one oddball game. It's usually like mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. Like there's F0 Maximum Velocity, which is this weird GBA. Nothing to do with the main series, and it's not very good. I didn't like it when it came out in 2001, a GBA launch, and it's, like, to this day, just this one weird GBA game that seemed a bit more serious, Uh and I'm like, ugh. So when I heard about Days of Ruin, I'm like, oh, here's the maximum velocity for Advance Wars, and it's like, no, the gameplay was just as good, the characters were fun, it's just like what you said in the break about if you die... You don't just die. The poison flowers spread out of your corpse, or like he's got uh-huh. the cure inside of him, but he has to die to bring it out, or something like. Yeah, that. Yeah, and it
1: honestly felt. I I wish I had beaten out to see if it ever turns a corner, but it seemed like no matter what you, what your final goal was, like the earth was still ruined. Like you yeah. never, then you never really win. <laughs> that, that's what brought me down about it. It was just like different.
0: even if like yeah even if every even if the day is saved mm-hmm. and everything then the disease is beaten. The you know, planet's still wrecked. Yeah. And It'll it's going to take thousands of years. Thousands, millions, who yeah. knows? Like, at least thousands of mm-hmm. years to get everything out of that atmosphere and to get, like, I, yeah. It's just yeah. It's
1: nice knowing you, humans. Well, I mean, well, meanwhile, in Advanced Wars, it's like, hey, the war's over. Life is now back to exactly normal and everything's fine. Now we but, can get back to that friendly quarrel we had yeah. with our armies. <laughs> There's no widows to deal with. Yes.
0: Everyone is just,
1: we grow them in a vat, we
0: send them un. Waves of enemies just crashing on our shores. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but before we leave, I wanted to do a few tracks from Game Boy Wars 3, which is Japan-only. Mm-hmm. Um, really good music. And the thing I liked about it was uh, it's Hudson for Game Boy Color. The thing I liked about this soundtrack, and I don't know much about it. I just kind of looked into it when I was putting the show together. Uh, it's still Red Star versus White Moon as the mm. char- as the characters, So it's not like CEOs as far as I could tell. But the thing I liked was... Um, And it's possible Famicom Wars and Game Boy Wars or at least Super Famicom Wars did this before. But Mm -hmm. I chose to use this game as the example. So Advance Wars purists uh, and both of you Uh uh, can grab onto my books. Uh, Game Boy Wars 3, I picked campaign Red Star winning and then White Moon neutral and losing. And what that means is there's the general music for your side when you're Mm -hmm. just playing the game. And then if you start pulling ahead... You have the winning version of the theme, and if you start getting pushed back in the corner, you have the losing hmm. version of your theme. And I feel like that was in some of the other games, but yeah. it seems like a thing that would just have always been there. Yeah. But I yeah. The, the 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 default like Sammy and Max theme are just burned into my head so much that
1: I can't picture mm-hmm. anything but those. Well, what were your who were your favorite like CEOs to normally play as? Like, uh, I would stick with that trio of Sammy, Max, and. Sometimes I pick Eagle. Like if it wasn't an Orange Star, if it wasn't there were a couple triangle, of ones
0: so. in Dual Strike were like where they're so Navy focused that I'd use mm-hmm. Sasha and I don't know if I'd use Colin or not because I don't think his power was as good or something. Nah,
1: but, yeah, but he his thing was I thought Collins was that he would get his Co power faster. Maybe that's like what it just like. wasn't that great. It's been it happen, yeah.
0: like six years since I played
1: it. So. I do think with the Game Boy, I wish Nintendo would do this. That like they had they didn't use it all that much, but Nintendo had. On the Wii Shop, they had an import section where they put. Oh yeah, they did put some simplified games. Sin and Punishment was in there. Yeah, they put Sin and Punishment, but they also put like the original Mario Two, right? Which needs no localization, and they could do like they could do that with the Game Boy Wars games at least on the 3DS. Like the 3DS e Shop, yeah, on the 3DS Shop, like it wouldn't be impossible. I, it might need. Some localization, it is possible there could be a, a little story in there, but I don't know, it'd be worth it. And, and yeah, it's definitely serious. So. People care about like they could sell them for five bucks a piece, it wouldn't make much of a difference. Well, the value of the game you're getting is going to last hours and
0: hours and hours. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, we'll go into these. Uh, this is Red Star Winning, and then uh, just because I like the sound of Red Star Winning, and then White Moon, I'll start with neutral and then goes into the losing when you're getting pushed back to your base. Um, it's very chipped like it mm-hmm. sounds like, yep. You can definitely see how Game Boy Music laid the groundwork for chiptunes. But the core theme kind of stays the same, like White Moon's theme, but it's a slight variation. It's like, it still sounds like that White Moon theme I was listening to already. Mm -hmm. There's echoes of it in here, but it's just different enough that it does get that that idea across of I'm losing, I'm going, the pressure's on kind of thing. Uh, So we'll do uh, those three songs and be right back. (laughs) ¶¶
1: And that's the show. Mm-hmm. I like Advanced Wars. Yeah, <laughs> I get Dual Strike. It's out there. Well, and uh, print, I, but... I
0: don't know what the state of multiplayer is for Days of Ruin anymore. Mm-hmm. But when I was playing it when it came out, I had quite a few like fun multiplayer matches, and I won them all. I'd like, i be happy to <laughs> say, like mm-hmm. that's life in general. But Advanced mm-hmm. Wars, I still have that buzz of like, yeah, I did good. But I know I'm not like super good, but. Mm-hmm. That the fact that it is online, I thought that was a cool thing, and I hope they keep that in mind with whatever the next one is.
1: Yeah, provided um, there's the next one. I'm sure there will be. Yeah. Surely there is. Yeah, because they need content right now. So yeah, they put out all they put out Mario and Zelda in, uh, last year. What they gotta, yep. they gotta do something. Yep.
0: So taking this out is the credits music to Dual Strike, which is so man. I remember I beat this. I was sitting on a couch and like watching the credits roll, and I'm like. This, this wow! It sounds like a movie credits thing. Like I can just mm. see like, I don't know. It just has a sound of like a proper song. Mm. Uh, it's all the versions I can find online that I've that I've grabbed. Like they don't loop, so it's kind of short. But um, the the actual the ending obviously would loop because it's a cartridge. But whatever. Right. Uh, taking us out is is the ending to Dual Strike, which I loved and I thought it was a great way to end that thing. But it, it's very like technoey, just credits rolling in a movie kind of like cyber thriller kind of music and uh thanks for listening and checks out on vgempire.com please leave comments Uh, i read all of them and i love anytime people talk about game music on the site i'm trying to find a way to maybe get some kind of suggestion box that's blind Mm. so that you guys can send me suggestions for shows or episodes like if you want to pitch songs um not just individual songs but like whole games that i might miss um a way that we could do that so that i could then Choose them, and then everyone wouldn't know what the next episode's going to be. Because well, let's just look at the suggestion box. That's what the next episode's going to be. I, I want to keep it kind of surprising, right? But now I'll have to look into that. But uh, here's Advanced Wars. Thanks for listening. By Dual Strike, by Days of Ruin. They're both excellent. They both cannot be expensive at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll talk to you later. Bye.